Wow, we're live. And Love everybody, I, I, do I need to just stop announcing that we're going live? Because every time I do that, everybody just shuts, shuts the fuck up. Well, because I think we're all conditioned for you to say, hey, everybody. I know. and But you and, never do. I know. I dra I, I've been dragging that out as long as I can lately. Uh, hey, yes. We ended with it last time. Yes, we well. did. But fine, since you guys brought it up. Hey, everybody. Uh, this is welcome. No, hold on. Let me start this again. Uh, geez, wow, I fucked that up real bad. Just all at once. That's uh, why it takes him so long to get to it, guys. God damn it. All right. Take two. And, you know, I'll say we'll edit it in post. We're not going to edit it in post. We don't do that. Anyways. Really post. I mean, I, I do some I do some stuff in post. Like, uh, just some editing and trying to trying to pull out the sound of the washing machine because Nicole insists on doing laundry when I'm when I'm recording. Like, every fucking week. I come, I, I came back down after dinner today. I'll be down to start a little laundry here in a little bit. Really? Every week, I ask you not to do this, and every Does week you fucking do it. Do it every day, or no, like no, it's not an everyday thing. It, it's like Wednesday and the weekend, and it's really upsetting because every week I say please, please, because it it's either really loud or really hot. They're really uh, another well in the winter. You probably welcome the I welcome the heat warm. in the winter, but it's like. I don't need the noise. So anyways, hey, everybody, welcome to Two Fools Rushing In. Uh, I'm Jeff Bookman. I'm that guy over there. Indeed. I'm doing laundry. And I'm hot and loud. Mm. I want to explore that. <laughs> so I think we have so, a lot of things to talk about. Today. I do. I, I, I agree. I agree. I know there was a lot of things I wasn't allowed to talk about Monday. Dude, there was one thing I said, hey, why don't we wait till Wednesday on this? Yeah, and that was like three things. I'm sorry. We still found plenty of shit to talk about. We did? I don't remember what we talked about at all. Uh, we talked about how Chad wasn't going to listen to it, and then we talked shit. Right. Cool. Yeah, I got a judgment today. Who's good for that? Elemental characters. Okay. Thor. Um, just off the top of my head, Thor, Namor. Um, if you cared about Alliance Battle, I'd say Green Goblin, because I just gave him one. He's elemental? Yeah, poison. I have him in... Uh... You probably have the new uniform. I have the I Iron Man thing. Yeah, he's he is a big deal for Alliance Battle. Okay, I guess I'll work on getting him at some point in the future. Every once in a while, you'll say something, and then I'll I won't say anything about what the the thing that you've said, and I'll just end up doing it. Like uh, when you looked at my Legends support characters and you're like oh you mm -hmm. should work on these guys i did mm -hmm. that like those were the two that i then focused my efforts on nice so i do listen when when you are throwing out the stuff i i listen when you're throwing out the stuff and you're talking to the other two uh but i i am not near as serious about this as you guys are <laughs> i'm not as serious about it as i was 
I'm, I'm not serious about it. I just don't, when I get something special, I don't want to waste it on somebody average. Yeah. Um, I mean, Wanda's really good with the judgment. Uh, I have a, I have a reforged rage on her. Look at you, whale. Yeah. That seems fun. Jeez. She is, she is fun with it. Yeah. I bet she is. Yeah, she uh, she kind of blows through some shit. You got a regular fucking Moby Dick in our <laughs> podcast tonight. Hey, I got an extra rage, and I'm like, what the fuck? Let's see what this is about. Okay. So I'm not taking that off. <laughs> yeah, no, probably not. Uh, no, I mean, if... If I had... I'll uh, put it on uh, Thor. Yeah, I mean... He, Thor he doesn't have anything. Um, Namor's really good with it. But yeah, I, it'd be hard for me to tell you to put it on someone who can't go to level 80 um, if you don't care about alliance battle. I got it on Thor. He's level 80, so... There you go. That's as fun. Hey, and I just got increased damage to 200%. Sweet. There you go. Nice. Oh, so that's done. So uh, what what topic do we want to talk about first? Uh, things we watched. How's that? That works. I think uh, top of the list is the, the big news from the MCU. GoBots killed Drax's brother. Cousin. 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 <laughs> uh, that was my favorite fucking part from that. Oh my thing. god. When when they said that, I died. Just the absolute there, the absolute people rage. At work, people at work were like, eh, I, I didn't like it. It seemed seemed drawn out. And I'm like, there were two musical numbers. Of course it felt drawn out. It was it was slapstick. And a way to get a little bit, get something that they left out of the last movie in canon, being Mantis' parentage. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that movie was everything that, or that, you can't even call it a movie. That, that it was like presentation. Yeah, it was it was like Werewolf by Night, right? Yeah, it was yeah. another Where one of those special like presentations. 45, yeah, 45 minutes. Yeah. People are all bitching about group, group looking so swole, and I'm like, practical makeup fuckers. Well, not just that, but like... They spent like the, all the CGI budget on Groot and Mantis's antenna. Yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't high budget. Or so, a group. Rocket. So things were going to be a little different. It was purposefully done in the ways that it was done because it is just, not only is it, it a fun, campy thing, it's a fucking homage to the Star Wars holiday special from beginning to end. Yeah. From the animated intro and outro or I guess late scene because it wasn't actually the outro to the musical numbers 
to like story beats. Like there was so much about it that was just. It's been so long since I've seen the Star Wars thing. I mean, I remember watching it on TV and I think that's the last time I watched it. James Gunn literally said, hey, I want to do a holiday special and then proceeded to write a love letter to the Star Wars holiday special. And I'm okay with it. I thought it was fun. It was hilarious. It was I didn't think it was anything worth bitching about. Yeah. It's, it's think, like, thanks. You know, something yeah. to watch. Something that I had fun. I told Elizabeth, if you haven't watched it, be sure you do. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah, I, I don't understand. I, I, I'm so sick of people bitching about Marvel movies now. Yeah. Shut up. They cost billions to make. They look beautiful. They're, they're, it, even if they're not written great, like if there's plot holes or, or uh, you know, you weren't really satisfied, just know that this universe is curated so carefully now Yeah, that you should be honored that they care that much for a comic yeah. book movie. Yeah. And now you got Tarantino bitching about Marvel characters. Fuck Quentin Tarantino. I will not. The only thing I will say is his argument was something about it isn't the actor that is the star of the show. It's the property. It isn't Robert Downey Jr. It's Iron Man. I go, I'm sorry. Uh, And Samuel Jackson, I think, made the best argument was He's the second person to play Nick Fury. Yep. Hasselhoff, then him. And that character wasn't, didn't have a pulse until Samuel Jackson played him. Well, yeah, I mean, so hold, hold on, hold on. Have you seen the Hasselhoff movie? I have. Who I brought agree. that character to life? Like, I mean, it, like we make fun of like some of the old stuff like the old the old hulk movie like uh, the old you know, captain america was fucking horrible like the old like we make fun of a lot of the old stuff but shield was plastic hasselhoff <laughs> did an okay job yeah hasselhoff wasn't the reason that that movie was bad i'll give you that like it was it, it, it was it was campy and it was made for tv in the vein like it would this was like this was around i can't remember if it was before or after uh like the the trial of the incredible hulk it was in that vein that there was the one with uh dare yeah daredevil and then there was the one where thor came down yeah and he had a fur coat for some reason but it it was like it, it fit perfectly in that run of stuff that was happening then that was like Hey. It's what the what what Hollywood could sell to the people spending the money and what the public could digest. Yes. I would I I have a lot of problems with the idea that the property is the star and not the actor. Yeah, I'm I don't think Ant-Man would be nearly as popular as it is if it wasn't for Paul Rudd. I mean, I mean, those movies didn't bust any bank, but they made 
decent money. And that's solely, I think, due to his his personal character. I think but, but, I think an easier argument without without going too deep, Spider Man. Because these are conversations that have been had for years now. The Toby Maguire, Andrew Garfield, Tom Holland. Yeah. Because I I, I, I think we're all I think we're all on the same page here. Toby Maguire was a great Spider Man. Andrew Garfield or no, I'm sorry, Toby Maguire was a great Peter Parker. Yeah. Andrew Garfield was a fantastic Spider Man. Yes. Yeah. And Tom Holland is kind of the best of both worlds in the child size package that we needed. Yes. But I mean, if you dig into the characters, I mean, and, and let's start with the biggest stars. Let's start with Robert Downey Jr. as, as Tony Stark, Iron Man. Just imagine Tom Cruise in that armor. Right. Just Tom imagine Cruise. how much he would have tried to control the MCU and ruined any effort to make what we have now. And yeah. how, how much running would there have been with him in the Iron Man Oh, oh my suit? God. Because he runs in everything. Because yeah. he, I can hear the clacking of the armor. Tom and, Cruise would have and been... And the, the helmet would awful. never be closed. No. Tom Cruise would have been awful. I mean, Samuel L. Jackson, while it was a... For, for some people, it was a jarring change to Nick Fury. People that I, didn't read comics. I'm not debating that. But Tom, I mean... Uh, Samuel L. Jackson is a fantastic Nick Fury. Mm -hmm. That role is Samuel L. Jackson. He may be playing Nick Fury, but that role is defined by the actor. I mean, go even even deeper. Could you could you see someone else playing Drax? No, I can't see someone else playing Captain America. Um, yeah, well, I mean, now, now, no. No. The first um, movie came out, it was, wasn't that guy Human Torch? What the hell? Yeah. And the second movie honestly sold me on Chris Evans, the Winter Soldier movie. Um, he actually got to play the character a little bit. Could Whereas you the see, first one, he was just, you know, walking through the origin. Even even before Chadwick Boseman's death. Even if you just look at Civil War, could you see someone else in that no. role? No, he was fucking mm -hmm. perfect. Like he did the the you know the fictional accent yeah, and had the swagger. I mean, yeah, uh, uh, he's, he's fucking gorgeous to begin with. Absolutely. And he's, he's, pull punches. That guy, that man was good looking. So, you know, you know, score was, points for that at least, but he, he was kind of a total package. He was, yeah. Yeah, cause I, I mean, he was he was absolutely good looking. He was also a really good actor. Uh, yeah, I've I've seen him in some of his like some of the non MCU stuff, 
there's a handful of things on Netflix and like yep. everything I've seen him in, he is really good and is kind of stealing every scene he's in. Uh, and it's not because he's like hamming it up. He's just, he was just that good. Yeah. He was in a lot of like, like, uh, murder of the week shows like castle and law and order and stuff. He would play a gang member or a lawyer or something. That's funny. The one movie that immediately came to mind, he was like a reformed sort of gang bang, a gang member who was looking for vengeance and a relative. It's been a minute since I watched that one. Hmm. But that one was on, that's on Netflix. I could, I'm sure I could find it. Is that it. the Walk Among the Tombstones? No, no, that's got Liam Neeson. Yeah, but it has other actors in it too. Uh, that's the. I don't think got, Chadwick he, Boseman was the star of one of these movies you were talking about. Uh, no, he, he absolutely was. Uh, oh, okay. I'll, have to, I'll have to find this one. This was, it's within the last two years. Uh, so I'll, I'll find it. I'll, I'll track the title down. Um, I'll do that now. Well, but I mean, uh, we've had this conversation before. Marvel's, uh, I think, biggest credit they have thus far in, you know, their history is their choice in casting. Absolutely. Have we all seen Black Panther two now? No. Yeah. No. Oh, God damn it. So I'm is just going to put it out. Theaters right now, or? Yeah, it's it's only in theaters. Okay. I'm not going to uh, theater right now. There's fucking sick people everywhere. You See, you, you have to adopt the Chad mentality to movies. I went to the 950 showing. And that's AM or PM? AM. Okay. There were four people, including myself and my wife. What 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 was your point you were gonna make about the movie? Tanush Huerta Mejia, Namor, was the fucking perfect choice. To well, it also hinged on where they wanted to uh, make this Namor's origin. You know, that played a part in, you know, the actor pool, you know, for the choice. But yes, I agree. He was fantastic. I yeah. think my my favorite part of this reimagining of this character is the origin of the name Namor. Yes, God, that was so great. What a fantastic. Yeah. Somebody saw that name and like, okay, this is how we're going to write this guy into the MCU. And it all hinges on Central America. <laughs> Why? I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll tell you once we get going. Because and because that was a beautiful reveal. That was that was yes. awesome. Yes. I mean, I was a little bummed that they were re rewriting Namor, not because I wanted the Atlantis thing, but because I was worried that they were going to do something stupid. But they didn't. He's I, still. I I mean, that movie ended. It was resolved. I think he's still a wild card. Oh, absolutely. Because that, that guy, he's got an allegiance to one. He it, it, No. Him and no. his people. His people. Yeah. Sorry. That 
the writing that they did for Namor proves, in my mind, that the best villains are not the villain of their own story. No. Black Panther has had two movies, and they both had great villains. Yeah. They, they're batting the thousand. Yeah. The only thing I didn't care for in... Midnight Angels? Yeah. Wasn't too crazy about them. I, 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 I don't know if that was what you're going to say, but that's, yeah. that's the first thing that comes to my mind. But yeah. the thing is, they are straight from the comic. Oh, they yeah, almost no. look exactly like they did in the comic. I know. I okay. wish they would have reimagined that. Yes, I agree. Of all the things that you yeah. could it have. Just did, it just did not fit for me. It was like, no. that tastes sour. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. But... I mean, I'm kind of... I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of the the group the mid you know like the ex yeah dormal dormal i can never say that name dormalage yeah uh forming this group I, i'm i'm a fan of that i think the origin and the the necessity for this group uh was cool yes but uh especially in this movie they had to kind of balance the Physical, yes, because the Atlanta, uh, the uh, Namor's folk were fucking strong, yes. And am I he's in in the MCU, he's a mutant, yes. Is he the only one in Atlantis or in Talacan? Yeah, Talacan, yes. Okay, the others are just mutated. They, in very much the same way that Black Panther derives his power from the herb, they derive their power from the plant. The seaweed stuff, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, because he didn't ingest it himself, and he, his mom was pregnant with him, that's what that caused ch- That changed his physiology. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, it was... But, that's, kind of not. That's as far as clear. I want to go. I, I I don't want to spoil anything else. But okay, sorry, sorry. Back back to the the back reason I the... brought it up because Tanush <laughs> was amazing as Namor, but also if you look at Chick from Seinfeld as Val, she's awesome. Jesus Christ. She's awesome. She has done way more than just Seinfeld, man. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, know what else she's been in it's well, what everyone's I, gonna know her I believe, well, from. not necessarily because i think she was winning emmys on veep true never heard of it it's a wow. not a joke that's a it's that's on hbo correct mm-hmm. that would yeah. be why it's I've a it's a it. it's kind of a sitcom show where she plays the vice president that would be why I've never and her staff is an idiot and she's kind of bumbling as well. And there's like five or six seasons of that, I think. I haven't it's, watched it's it. It's really fun. I'm familiar yeah, with I've very much watched a number of them, so Yeah, it's it's on HBO. I I don't care. But the accessible uh vehicle in which we would know Julia Louise Dreyfus from is Seinfeld. 
But could you imagine someone else bringing the same gravity to that role? The bomb she dropped in this was, what? Yeah. And I don't want to spoil that because that was awesome. Yes. Uh, I did not see that coming at all. No. And uh, to learn by the end of that movie that she's far more capable than people give her credit and far more on top of things than people know. Yeah. Yeah. She's a fucking menace. Yeah. Like Tarantino can, can spit his bullshit all he wants, but the, the fact of the matter is while people may be excited to go see these things because it's a Marvel property, they would not be as excited to go see these things if they did not have high quality, fantastic casting choices throughout the entire franchise. Well, even like Helmsworth was a, a practically an unknown, right? When 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 they cast him, the sad part is that he was in a movie that he was in a, a, a like his breakout role was in a movie that didn't come out until after like the first Thor. Okay, which is really unfortunate because he's really good in this movie, uh, Cabin in the Woods. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was like his first big role, and oh. that movie got shelved for a little while and didn't come out when it needed to, or when it was supposed to, uh, and it was really unfortunate because uh, that his character, that was one of those like a character because you, we don't get to see him do tons of comedy stuff, but he's actually kind of okay at it, and he yeah. did. Uh, like there was some like dumb comedy stuff in that. Yeah, I think Chris, Chris Helmsworth in general is funny. Uh, is I, mean, I, I think that's been shown in the last two Thor movies. You know? Absolutely, his uh, series that he has on Disney right now is fucking fascinating. Um, I think I've seen it, but I haven't. I haven't watched it. I've seen it on there. What yeah. what is it? I don't remember the name of it. It's basically just him on a journey to be a healthier mind and body person. And he just does these just insane things. And it's, it's fascinating. The end result of that series is that he's taking a break from acting. Yes. Because he found out that he has a double chance for Alzheimer's. Yeah, he's got both genetic, like, he's got multiple genetic markers. Yeah. You're talking about Hemsworth here? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Limitless, I think is what yes. it's called. Yes. Yes. That's what it's called. All right, two things before we get too far from it. I found the movie. Uh, it is called Message from the King. Interesting. It is a 2016 revenge action thriller on, and when I saw it, it was on Netflix. Okay. Uh, it received mixed reviews. Praise was directed at Bozeman's performance. <laughs> Criticism was aimed mainly at the script and overall pacing. Because it it either goes real slow or real fast. There isn't a whole lot of in-between. Uh, but he, he is just absolutely fantastic. Uh, and for frame of reference, this isn't this isn't a movie that doesn't have people you haven't heard of. It ha- And 
I'll name I'll I'll list off a few. Luke Evans, uh, let's see, Teresa Palmer, Natalie Martinez. The, here's a guy you've heard of, Alfred Molina. Yeah. Tom Felton. Yeah. Uh, Wade Williams. Nope. You'd know him if you saw him. Okay. Uh, those are the those are the big ones that I'm familiar with that had pictures that I could recognize. Okay. Has anybody watched the Willow, the new one? Not yet. No. Is it out today? Oh, okay. Is it today? I, saw, I saw the trailer um, before one of the things, but I yeah. didn't actually know that it was out. Yeah, it's today. I, I love that movie I, when I was when you know originally. I planned to out. for the same reason. I I loved that movie as well. Val Kilmer was uh, oddly delightful. Absolutely, Mad Morgan. Yeah. Not even sort of interested in it. Really? As a D and D player, I would think you would be. Uh, I never watched the original as a kid. Eh, I don't think I you would have needed to. Witchcraft and all, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's I, I, I would think that's all the more reason that you would watch it now. The original's on um, Disney as well. It just, I don't know. I just don't, it never, like, the the chance for it to capture my imagination has passed, apparently. So I had a Marvel thing before we get too far from it. Okay. And since the Willow conversation is probably not going to go anywhere productive. Uh, <laughs> I was reading an article yesterday that was talking about uh, like the opening sequence before you, before like the titles or whatever, yeah. like the, the, that, that opening bit in Marvel movies. And it was talking about which one was, which one per the article they thought was the best. So I was kind of curious what you guys thought. Now, understand, this is <coughs> any Marvel movie in existence, not just those in the MCU. This feels like a trick question. What, what are you getting at? I, I'm not. I'm just like, I don't want you to feel limited to just MCU movies because there were movies that predated the MCU. Um, the You're talking about when the word Marvel shows up and they scroll through and all those pictures are on the inside of letters and stuff. Is that what you're talking about? Uh, just all the shit that happens before that. The, the five-ish minutes before that happens. Like the opening scene. Yes. For, for frame of reference, because I, I was going to get there eventually... The one that this article gravitated to and said, and it referenced the the opening sequence of uh, the first Black Panther movie, uh, and then there was an opening sequence in another movie that it referenced, and it's like those were good, but this is the one that we think is the best, and they went back to the first Blade, okay. that opening sequence at the dance club, yeah. The fucking yeah. just ballet of blood. I could see that because it's your intro. It's your introduction to the character, 
and like it's arguably it's a really good fight scene that's that circular area where he runs along the wall yep like i could not tell you any other like specific beats from that entire opening sequence but i remember when he runs around the room like on the wall yeah So for pure fan service, giving me as a fan what I wanted, I think it's X2, Logan at the dam. I think that's the second one or is that the third one? X2 is... uh... Mutants United. Yeah, that's where uh, Magneto's on their side. Yeah. The, the next one is where Magneto's against them. Yes. Yeah. So X2, where Logan goes to the power plant and he's trying to find more about his past. Um, and there's nothing there and he doesn't feel anything. And like, it's just. Like, it's very clearly this is where the, the Weapons X project, where the Weapons project was was going on, and Logan just can't figure it out. I'd say that for just pure fan service. Uh, I would probably go Guardians 2 as my my more modern favorite. Mr. Sunshine. Yeah. I'm having trouble picturing a lot of them. Yeah, the prelude to the fight with the multi-dimensional being to guard the batteries is just Fucking hilarious. Yeah, that was it's very well done. And baby Groot just running around trying to trying to do the right thing. Yep. He's just fucking dancing. He doesn't give a shit. Eh. He was trying to fight his own bat. He's fighting a bug. Yeah. A bit of both. You, uh, Chad, you reminded me uh, when you brought up Logan. Yes. I've, been, I've been meaning to ask you, and I keep forgetting. Uh, have you been keeping up on Wastelanders? Yes. Okay. I have. Okay. I'm just making sure, man. Uh, I I didn't know how I was. I, I didn't I didn't know how I felt about the last uh, the last I guess season when it started. Okay. Um, with Doom. In the direction yeah. they were heading with that, I was like, I, when I when I saw that it was going to be doom centered, it was like, oh, okay. I don't know that I care about him at all, but all right, I guess I'll listen. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know. I don't know if that's anywhere near where you were. <laughs> uh I have a little more love for Doom. Than okay. Me. I I don't know enough about him to care really one way or the other. Uh so it's just like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, it's still Marvel, so I'm not going to bitch. I'm going to listen. Which is the callback to people complaining about the movies and TV shows. Right. Like 
it's content I didn't have before that I have now. Yep. Uh, and I, I really, I loved the, the way that it went over the course of it with the, his story. And, uh, I thought Keith David as Kingpin was nice. That was very, very well acted. Yes. Uh, just that worked out really well. Uh, and I, I loved his voice as, as Kingpin. And, uh, I don't remember the name of the guy they got for, uh, for uh, the Hulk, but I, I thought that guy did a, a really fantastic job as well. And that I did not see that twist coming. No, <laughs> it uh, they they got me there uh, in the in that reactor. Yeah, so that was that was fun. Um, I, it was just interesting, and uh, and then when like the tag at the end of the final episode, which was the only real reason that I bring it up, is that they're they're finally doing their like wastelanders avengers yeah if, if this is going to be the one that ties it up i'm okay with that because i liked i liked that they had uh robert patrick as as uh as wolverine yes uh yeah. names are escaping me now but like i i loved hawkeye yeah I mean, Susan Sarandon as Black Widow? Hell yeah. I was really surprised they were able to get her. Yeah, and it didn't sound like she was phoning it in at all. No. At all. Uh, like, it, this was, like, just top-notch Susan Sarandon acting. Uh, <laughs> and it was... I don't know why. Because I, I, I was just, I was like, oh, well, it'll probably still be okay. Because I figured it would just be like the kind of, uh, you know, actor needs a job because they have some expense they need to cover. Right. No, no, it's really no. good. Like the yeah. like all of the actors that they have pulled in, uh, like Dylan Baker is Doom. That was fun. He was so good. Yeah. Uh, like I didn't care about doom at the beginning. Uh, and by the end, I'm like, I need to read some doom stories, uh, because his portrayal over those 10 episodes, uh, that was a, that like, that was a like serious fucking character development arc. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you don't see that kind of character development usually. Uh, no. and it was, it was nice and it wasn't it, like, it wasn't bashing you in the face. Nope. Uh, which I appreciated. And I've just come to love that world that they have painted now over 40 episodes. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. 40. Is it 40 or 50? No, it's 40. Um, 40. Yeah, because there was Star-Lord. Yeah, Star-Lord, Hawkeye, Wolverine. No, Star-Lord, Hawkeye, Black Widow, Wolverine. Yeah. Doom. Yeah. No, that's five. Yeah, that's five. No, so it's 50. 50. Uh, yeah. With another final season of 10. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah. So I've mentioned it in the chat. And I know you said you watched it. So nobody else has watched 1899? 
did not even remotely look interesting. I want to. Uh, I just time has been an issue lately. Um. Well, if it helps with with the time investment, I don't see a way for them to make a season two. Really? Because they they have three seasons mapped out if they can get it. What? Yeah. Um, well, have you seen the other show from these folks? No. Okay. It's pretty good. Well, uh, I guess, what's the other show? Dark. No. Also on Netflix. Uh, I'm, I'm like halfway through the first season. Uh, but I, I guess in the third season, they introduced parallel universes, which they were going to introduce earlier, but it didn't make sense. So they decided to hold off to a different season. Okay. Um, I, okay, so I'm very curious how they're going to have a season two because the cat is out of the bag, you know what's going on, and I mean, season two change up. Nope, you thought you understood. Guess you didn't. I mean, you you've no. seen you've seen sequels before. They 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 change the rules. Like I've seen Scream Two. I know how sequel works. You change the rules, you up the stakes. Yes. The problem is the premise of the show, the the premise of the first season, and the reason that it's called eighteen ninety nine. Uh huh. Is done. It's over. You can't like. They've. That's all been handled now. Except that it's the name of the show, so you can still call it that. Yeah, it could be 1899 plus one. Plus 200? Okay. Plus 400? Where, where, wherever you want to go, man. Uh, I, I would be much happier if they just left it and where it ended. You can also do a series like that, as they have done with other shows in the past, where you give your other season like a subtitle. I guess I liked the way it ended. Like, of course you did. That's then, why they're going to ruin it. Obviously, that means they're going to give it another season. God damn it! <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, I'll... I could have, I could have predicted that. You know, before you even started watching it, Dylan. Uh, Dylan. You're being awful quiet there. Do you want to see if you can get Mr. Netflix on the phone? We should pitch this to him. They should just hire me at Netflix, and I should be the deciding factor on if they give a show a season two. So if you say no, it gets a season two? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I watched something on Amazon that I don't know if any of you would be interested in. But I found it very, uh, it's from 2017. Okay. It's a documentary on the world of darkness, White Wolf and Vampire the Masquerade. Okay. Oh, yeah, you absolutely would have, you, you would have fucking loved that. You probably wish there was more. Um, I thought it was cool to see, you know, their trials and tribulations, uh, basically how fast they blew up because it was such a strange, unique 
premise, you're not playing the hero, you're playing the monster now in a world full of monsters and you're just trying to get along. But, uh, yeah, I thought it was pretty cool how Tim Bradstreet pretty much defined the look of that product. I would be interested in that. It's pretty good. It's only like an hour and 25 minutes. Talks about how White Wolf started as a magazine. And then uh, I think the one guy that was on their staff, they were driving into Gary, Indiana for Gen Con. And they drove through a part of town that was just like, you know, you've guys have been to Gary, Gary, Indiana. It's not huge, right? Um, they're like, who would live here? And somebody says, that's where the vampires live. <laughs> and then I got the guy's head rolling like, you know, really? Vampires live there. What do they do the rest of the time? You know, kind of. And he started dreaming up this. And in a game where there's, you know, everyone's a vampire, how do you do classes? Well, your class is your clan. So this, it was just interesting to see the like evolution of the idea as they're talking through it. But then there are problems and everything up to the uh, the video game that the MMO that never was. Yeah, but I thought that was fun. Hmm. You know, and then they talked about, you know, they created Vampire, then they created Werewolf and Changeling and Mage and uh, Ghost, all, all those, you know, World of Darkness creations. And another thing they did differently was it was less about rolling dice and less about stats and stuff. It was more about storytelling and cooperative and the explosion of the uh, vampire LARPers. And then they talked about how many people ripped them off. How uh, Blade came out shortly after, which this is why I remembered this. As you mentioned Blade. Um, that was pretty much a ripoff of Vampire the Masquerade's like you know, the punk, rocky, vampire kind of scene. And then they tried to do a... Uh, it was, like, so hot that... Uh, not Aaron Sorkin. Um, the guy who did 90210 uh, Belling. Yeah. He he did a the series. Uh, um, uh primetime thing right after X-Files kind of thing. And it was like shot during the day. They're fucking vampires and they're all like sitting on the side of the uh, side of the street during the day. <laughs> what the fuck? Did you not look at the source material? And even the guys who made it were saying that they couldn't even finish that series. <laughs> they have to still to this day haven't watched all the episodes. But, all right. I ranted enough. Somebody else. I watched Wednesday. Yes, that was great. 
Oh, that was pretty good. It's a little, uh, not quite as uh, kitty gloves as some things along that genre have been. Yeah. Uh, definitely had a bit of Sabrina the Teenage Witch kind of, uh, or the Strange Tales of Sabrina or whatever that series was. Uh, where she's going to Devil High School and shit. Uh, yeah, but it makes more sense than this. It does until you have the town full of people who are just accepting werewolves and stuff. That's where it kind of lost me a little. There's just a town of people who know that vampires exist. Uh, I don't... don't Yeah, the people in town... The people in town knew about Gorgons and and all the, you know, weird people, the outcasts that went to the school. I don't think that they, like, like, I think they knew that they were outcasts, but I don't know to what extent they knew what they were. I think at one point the cop called somebody a wolf. Hmm. Maybe. But I like the back and forth, who is it kind of storyline. I had that called. So did I, but they had me doubting a couple, a couple of times. Yeah, there was a couple of times where I was like, well, maybe. But... There was one, it was the dance. Because I thought somebody was at the dance. And meanwhile, something was supposed to be happening out in the woods. Yeah. And that made me doubt what was going on. Yeah. But I guess the, the, the big thing on the Sochmeads is uh, she choreographed the dance herself. Yes, she did. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I, hadn't, I didn't know who Jenna Ortega was prior to the this show. Uh, Elizabeth walked through while it was on and she's like, she looks familiar. Who is that? And she's like, oh, that's blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay. Apparently she was a kid in one of the shows she watched. Yeah, she she was on a couple of Disney shows. I watched, a, I think she was on Colbert. I think, I don't know. Maybe it was... I don't know. It's one of the late night shows she was on. Yeah, I'm sure she's been doing the round. So, yeah. But uh, she's the only yeah, reason she, I want to watch that. She learned, she spent a year with a master cello uh, member of some symphony learning to play the cello for the role. I thought that was pretty impressive. That's commitment. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was really impressed with with that. Apparently she doesn't blink on camera. That would be um consistent with the character. I thought that was weird. I like I didn't I didn't notice. I saw some article where they talked about how hard she worked to not blink on camera. What the fuck? 
Um, yeah, that that would be that'd be rough. What was um, oh, I watched a documentary on uh, comics and cartooning and stuff, and it was about the New Yorker, and you know artists who draw comics for the New Yorker and the process and kind of the history behind it. And I did not know that the Adams family originated in the New Yorker magazine. I didn't know that either. Um, uh, uh, Yes, the Adams family is a fictional family created by American cartoonist Charles Adams. Yep. Originally appeared in a series of 150 unrelated single panel cartoons, about half of which were originally published in a New Yorker over a 50 year period, hmm. which spawned a you know television series and whatnot. So, but yeah, all the uh, the characters and stuff originated there Wednesday and. You know, Thing and Uncle Fester and Lurch and all that shit. Because I, I just watching Wednesday made me remember it. And I was like, oh yeah, that's really cool. I thought that Fred Armisen was a fantastic Uncle Fester. Who? Fred Armisen? Oh, as Fester? Yeah. No, he, he, I, I read that he shaved his head and he was only in one episode yeah yeah oh and the the inclusion of like gorgons and stuff as one of the you know weird monster types in the school is mm -hmm. because gorgons were featured in the cartoon the comic good to know they were they were actually things there and werewolves and why not? The the girl that played the lead siren was yes. she was just intoxicating looking. Yeah. Her the the context they gave her for her eyes, just every time she was on screen, I was hypnotized by her. Yep. Yeah. She was, I mean, it was both creepy and you know, Coop. intriguing. Creepy and kooky, yeah, very good. Uh, but uh, I love all of the little nods to the series and the original theme song, and mm -hmm. like uh, Tim Burton did such a great job writing this as as a, a true homage. There were a few things that were just like in typical. Tim Burton fashion just over the sure. top for me. I don't know the the motorcycle with the sidecar that Fester steals. Why does it look like that? Was that necessary? <laughs> yes, just like that's Tim Burton. Yeah, that's that's just strictly yeah because he wanted to. I thought it was great.
But yeah, I, I, I was, you know, um, all in all, uh, rather pleased with it. Even the the parents kind of uh, history that you know originated at the school and all that was fun. Uh, you got a little mystery coming there. The uh, Jenna Ortega was in the most recent Scream. Mm. That was where I knew her from. That was why. Okay. I, that's why I wanted to see <clears throat> it because she's. There's this new crop of Scream Queens coming up. And I apparently have watched a bunch of shit that they've been in. Yeah. I I think Jenna Ortega will be the uh the new Tim Burton leading lady for anything he needs a young lady for. Uh seeing her in like interviews and publicity and stuff uh she, her complexion and her hair color and everything she they she went through a lot to become wednesday mm -hmm. so that's i thought that was i wish pugsley wasn't such a i don't know wuss that's the only complaint i had about it I like I love the uh, Christina Ricci Adams Family movies. Those are still, you know, some of my faves. And Pugsley and that was just as twisted as Wednesday, and I thought their back and forth was fun. In this one, he felt more like a guinea pig for Wednesday. Yeah. Um, what else did I watch? Anything? Can't think of anything. Chad, you said you were going to have more goblin questions later. Yes. Well, not so much goblin questions, but questions about this this first D and D character. Okay. Uh, is this a family game? Is this a one on one with your kid? Like, what are you doing here? Oh, okay. So it's going to be a family game. Uh, we were supposed to play this past weekend, but, uh, I thought I had character sheets and I didn't. So hmm. I had to get those printed off before we could play. So okay, he's been, the boy has been diligently spending his time trying to come up with just the best backstory ever. So today he comes running downstairs because I got home from work and I was like, cool, nobody's here. I can get done the shit that I need to get done that I didn't get done through the day uh before we start recording tonight so then i don't have to worry about it okay. and he just he comes running down the stairs and he's kind of doing a pee pee dance and he's like i gotta tell you i got the best backstory okay and he just keeps doing his fucking pee pee dance i'm like are you seriously waiting to go to the bathroom so you can tell me your backstory yes okay go to the bathroom i'll still be here <laughs> And you secretly just ran off. I thought about it, but I'm, like, yeah, I'm curious. We've talked about like he's been he's been trying to trying to invent the best backstory he could, like the best backstory ever, uh, for a while now. Uh, and so, 
I'm like, I, I, I need to hear what he's come up with. And he comes back and he's like, okay, so my character is a goblin and I was orphaned. Okay. Like oh, you know, it gets better because he knows the story of when your son was doubly orphaned. Uh -oh. Wait, <laughs> no, for fuck's sake. So, so he starts telling me uh, how he's, he's a goblin and he was orphaned when the town got raided and uh, his parents were killed. Raided by the king's guard? Couldn't have been because he's like, and then the king adopted him. I'm like, whoa, hold up, buddy. <laughs> I was like, first off, I know all the kings in the world you're going to be playing in. None of them are going to adopt a goblin. It could be a crime boss that calls himself king. Maybe. But I'm like, I'm like, he's like, okay, well then maybe the queen. I was like, oh, sweetie, they're just as bad as the kings. Like, I know these people because I helped make them. <laughs> it's like, they're not good yeah. people. They're not going, to, they're not going yeah. to adopt a child who's been made an orphan. And he's like, you oh. know, especially a goblin child. He's like, He's like, well, I was going to get orphaned again. I was like, oh, so you're doing the double orphan thing? And he's like, no, I'm triple orphan, but I need to explain to you how I get there. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to stop you here. I need you to pump the brakes there, there kiddo. I'm like, I appreciate that you want to go the orphan route. And I... I respect that you have taken the story of Huxley being double orphaned to heart and you want to try and top that, but just getting yourself orphaned another time is not going to be the way to do that. Okay. But family game, uh, it's going to be uh, the girls Nicole asked to play. I did not wow. I did not ask her. I was just going to make the girls play. And I was going to make them. Like they, they they were not going to have a choice in this. They were going to play and not be assholes. Okay. That's a big that's a big ask. It wasn't an ask. It's that, still a big ask. I I understand that, but it was not an ask. I I made it perfectly clear to them that they were not going to be assholes and they were going to do this. You'll play D and D and you'll fucking like it. Was <laughs> more or less how that went. Um, and then Nicole approached me a couple of days after I'd set things up with the boy that this was a thing we could do, and she's like, "Hey, when you play, I would like to play as well." Hmm. So I mean, hell, you say. So of course I put my hand on her forehead to make sure she wasn't feverish because that didn't make any sense at all as a statement. That's no? just, I mean, I, in our circle of wives, that's just not a thing. Why? But I mean, that's, that's not randomly. If my, a thing. If my wife asks to play, the world has stopped turning. Right. Not if I ask Karen to play, if Karen asks me to play. Right. But, so it's just it, like that is not a statement that you expect to hear from any of our wives. Trump has been elected Jesus and she's just there to confirm I should be killed. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's so just there's so much ridiculous that you have put into that one statement. I'm sorry. Wow. It's a lot, it's a lot man. 
Yeah. Uh, can any of that be argued? No, but there's just a lot okay. to unpack okay. either way. So, so yeah. So it's a it's a family thing. It's going to be all of them. I'm gonna I'm working. I'm gonna be working with all of them so that if we're either remaking whatever character they played when we last played a family thing, or they're making a new character. Uh, and okay. I'm going to work with all of them. And so I started with the boy tonight and he's like, okay, so how do we make my character? And I was like, okay, we got a couple ways to do this. I was like, the way we normally, the, like the way your uncles and I do it is like, we've got a list of numbers and we can put those in. And he's like, I want to roll dice just unprompted for absolutely no reason. He had no context for any, any aspect of what was going on. It's like, okay, but I've got these dice. Okay. So roll right. those. So roll those four, keep three, re-roll ones. He's like, okay, boom. And he, he rolls the four and he's like, okay. One and like the first couple times he didn't get a one. When he finally got a one, he's like, "Okay." So then I re-roll that and then I add it to the total. No, buddy, that's that's not what you do. <laughs> but when it that was is, all, that is what Brian does. That is exactly what Brian. Don't would do. don't be a Brian. I, that is exactly what Brian would do. Brian, how did you get a twenty-one? I mean, that's what the dice had. I kept rolling ones, man. I don't. That's what the dice had. I mean, this. It, I. That's what the dice had. Like I had three sixes, and since I had three sixes, obviously I get to add three. Yep, that is it's a bonus. Yeah, I mean that's Brian logic. Mm -hmm. He's used yep. less to argue for more. Mm -hmm. uh, so when it was all said and done, uh, he actually had some, he's actually got some pretty decent stats. And he's playing a fighter. He is, yes, he is, he is, uh, he's playing a ranged fighter. The, the, like, this is an aspect that he has been adamant about since we started talking about his character. He's like, I want to use a bow. Okay, we can do that. He's a Robin Hood goblin. Uh, I don't, like, he sort of describes Robin Hood was orphaned. Yeah, but he, he's, he's more like Murder Hobo the goblin. Okay. Got to get him. Uh, you got to get him to at least have a couple levels of uh, rogue, so he can get cunning action. Uh, no. Make attack. Uh, so that's the thing. Goblins don't need that. In the most recent version of the Goblin text, uh, in uh, Mordenkainen's Monsters of the Multiverse, they have an ability called Nimble Escape. You can take disengage or hide as bonus actions on your turn. Okay, uh, and they fixed Fury of the Fury of the Small in a way that's kind of nice, uh, because it used to be once per long rest you would deal damage equal to your level. Yeah. Now it's damage equal to your proficiency bonus a number of times equal to your proficiency bonus per long rest. That's a little more useful. And it's like, yeah, because okay. our, our proficiency bonus proficiency bonus at nine is what three or four? Mm -hmm. So plus three three times. That's not it's not game breaking in any way, and it's kind of cool. No, it'll keep you from Chad and stuff. Yeah, typically. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So, anyways, going down the list, he ended up with uh, just his rolls. 
uh, 13, 9, 15, 10, 11, and 17. Okay. We finished strong. I I am uh, forever uh, going to be a fan of the standard array. I I am a fan of it as well, but I like I told him he had two choices. No, he he absolutely has to roll dice. Right, like I he's I mean he's he's playing for the first damn time. He right. has to roll yeah. dice, and that, yeah. that's fine. Uh, and so like we talked about the the stat bonuses that you get as a starter, like a for your first little character and i was like you can raise two by one and then another one by one or you can raise three by one and he looks at his numbers and he's like i think i want to go through he's like i think i want to raise three of them because he has all those odds so when it was all said yeah. and done it's 14 9 16 10 11 18 which is oh. a pretty fucking solid array yeah yeah. And then uh, before we assigned those, I was like, without knowing what any of these skills are, you can see what just I want you to look over this list of skills and just put over here to the right, just put a little dot by the ones that you think look interesting. And then we can talk about that and that can help shape how your character gets made. And so he did that. And he picked out such good ones. Like, I'm so proud of him because I didn't tell him to pick any of these out. He did this completely in a vacuum. Acrobatics, animal handling, history, insight. Now, he picked insight because he had a, in his mind, he thought it meant something else entirely. And then when I, when I was like, oh, you picked insight. And he's like, yeah, I thought that could be like really cool. And then he laid out this just absolutely batshit scenario. And I'm like, dude, it does not mean any of that. I was like, inside is just like reading, reading people, reading a room. Like, and he's like, oh, that's really cool too. <laughs> so I look forward to playing with him because he's just got that level of excitement that I need in my life. Uh, let's see. He also picked nature. And again, unprompted perception. That's impressive. I know. And then uh, and then this one made me smile as well. Sleight of hand, stealth, and survival. As That's just like the things he's interested in. And I'm like, okay, cool. So we'll work on, on trying to get you some of those. He's a fighter, you said? Yes. A ranged fighter who may no. or may not eventually go into some sort of casting. And uh, he can get perception from being a sailor. Like, I'm. He wanted to dual class at level one. And I'm like, okay, buddy, that's no. That's, that's not how that that's, works. That's, that's more than one, sir. I was like, <laughs> I was like, here's how it works you have to do one class per level. I was like, and then when you hit level two, if you want to go wizard, you go wizard. If you want to go fighter, you go fighter. You can only go one, though. You can't go both at the same time. This isn't. This isn't the all the random additions before fifth. I only know that you could do that in second. I didn't know you could do that at all. Well, because you you were putting XP towards the different classes. Yeah. It because that's how multi classing was done in second edition. 
and they had different advancement tables, which was super fucking stupid. There's a lot of things dumb about second edition. That's why so many freaking nerds love it. Yeah, true. Uh, and so, yeah. So he's like, he's super excited and like he, he's randomly just like, can I have a magic item? But you haven't even played yet. What do you what do you think? Heirloom. What do you what do you well, think? You're not going to get one if you don't ask. I, that's give him, true. Give him but a it's magic like, item. Just make I sure mean, it's cursed. But it's no, a family I, heirloom. I mean, ultimately, the he's big... double orphan. There's got to be a lot of artifacts laying around. Oh no, he's triple orphaned if you ask him. Well, that depends on whether and, he's died yet. Yeah, and there was a king involved. And he was raised by a king. Yeah. Huh. I, and I think the king was the king and queen were his second parents. So there was still a whole other family after that. So he traded up after that. I, don't know. I mean, how do you trade up from God's appointed? Do you just get like you're adopted by God? Well, it depends yeah. on if there was so obviously he's going to multi-class and, as a priest. Right. And then it's like, oh, I get it. You were, you were, it was Min was the third, was your third parent. And he just <laughs> faked it. He faked his death because he got tired of the ridiculous <laughs> i read i read a uh kind of a meme comic and it was this guy you know biblical times kind of robe sitting on the thing he goes if god is everywhere and and can do everything why the hell do he have to sleep with my wife I think yeah that. yeah it was joseph was saying it i was like nice Oh, did Jeff post that? Yeah, I think so. Because okay. I was going to mention it another time, I think maybe on Monday, and it was like, oh, no, you posted what? that. That was fucking hilarious. I said, I read it to Karen, and she's like, huh? And I'm like, Joseph, Mary. She's like, oh, okay. Sometimes I wonder what's going on in that one. You looked a little too close to Jesus, and she didn't like it. Yeah. Yeah. Is he coming across the border? Oh, look at that. It's time for us to wind shit down. Uh, wow. I don't like God was. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to bring this shit home. Um, yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Right over the wall. Just, uh, God damn it. Fucking stop, people. <laughs> the hell is wrong with y'all? Uh, yeah. Our, I don't know. Our like, country's in crisis. Be excellent to each other. I guess. So long as you. <laughs> Never mind. I can't. I can't even finish that. Sentence. Nope. I'm gonna end it there. Yeah, end it. Oh, you know what? I do. I I do have something awful for us to end on. Uh, uh, so uh, I was talking shit, like Mara and I were talking shit to each other the other day because that's what we do. Uh, and at one point, I was like, "You're just gonna have to let Jesus in your heart," and she's like. I won't let him in my heart, but I let him come inside me. Be excellent to each other, everybody.